All right, welcome to the Ron Report for July 20th. Yep, July 20th, Thursday, 2023. Well, we got a Ron Report here called In Praise Of. Yep. Part one, paid subscribers. I'd just like to say thank you to all the paid subscribers of the Ron Report. I know you probably don't think about this, but I'm deeply grateful, and I just turned payments back on. I feel less disabled and more in a rhythm of writing. Typing speed, back to about half of what it was. Carpal tunnel, on the run. Symptoms are abating. There are 14 paid subscribers, if you're curious, and 169 regular free subscribers. Most of the round reports go to both, but sometimes there are special editions just for the paid subscribers. Or at least they're supposed to be. <laughs> I haven't done many lately. Let me get back to you on that. So, welcome back paid subscribers plunking your $5.16 into the slot machine every month helps me be sustainable and even more than that it shows me that I'm appreciated somebody thinks my writing has worth I need to know that part two summer heat wave boom pow wow Summer heat wave marches on here in South Texas. It's been going on for all of three weeks, probably more. Every day, 100 degrees plus. No rain. The next 10 days are all forecast to be 100 degrees plus. To say it's oppressive would be to miss the point. It's an assault. My good nature suffers, and I become angry and depressed. Okay, maybe I'm externalizing, but it's just too hot. Then I think about the three raccoons that live under the house in their raccoon skin coats. And Bob, the feral cat, who lives under there too in a different apartment, I suppose. And also Beto's, the crazy cat. Beto's and Bob both live outside in the 100 degree plus heat without complaints. I think about the cardinal couple who come and visit me almost every day and sit in the tree outside my window and sing. Aren't they hot too? They must be hot as the dickens. But they fly around, hang out in the trees, and seem okay. I'm inside in air conditioning and complaining. It's just a perspective, my neighbor George might say. A choice, in other words. 
Yeah. That sounds about right. It could be, I'm projecting, big time. The summer heat wave is actually just a lot of hot air. Part three, flying around, being grounded. Sometimes it feels to me like life is some kind of a very large board game where whenever I move a piece, it affects all the other pieces, but in unexpected ways. And I am one of the pieces, so I'm affected too. Even though I imagine myself to be in control when I make decisions, I'm really not. And precisely in this way, life happens, unfolds all around me, and manifests its random nature. If things work out according to my expectations, it's almost like a fluke, a stroke of good fortune, an accident. This is my state of mind as I delve into a new phase of life, not complaining. Not complaining, just observing. Can you do that, Ron? Noting without any reaction what's happening without judgment. I know it's going to take a lot of practice, but I really want to do it just for the adventure of it, just for something outrageous. I feel pretty stir-crazy these days. Not too much external adventure happening. Like when you're a teenager and you get grounded, that's what it feels like. I'm grounded, but flying around in my imagination of the possibilities of not complaining. First of all, I noticed that the world looks very different. It's a new world. In fact, my goal is to replace complaining with gratitude in an active deliberate switch. Fly around with that. Explore. See what happens. I'm about I'm excited about this adventure. Part four. Quote We asked the captain what course of action he proposed to take toward a beast so large terrifying and unpredictable. He hesitated to answer and then said judiciously, I think I shall praise it. Unquote. This is the epigraph from Robert Haas' book, Praise. The final poem is titled Songs to Survive the Summer, written in three-line verses like I often do and goes on for 20 pages. I think he was having summer doldrums too. Quote, should I whisper in her ear, death is the mother of beauty? He's talking about putting his daughter to sleep who's 
playmate's mother recently died and she's having these, you know, scary thoughts. Quote, I try out Chekhov's tenderness to see what it can save. Unquote. And a third, what a strange thing to be alive beneath plum blossoms. His haiku. There's all kind of good stuff. And let me unlock my own treasure box and see what there is to praise. My fingers work. They are a marvel of engineering. You can carry a five-gallon bucket of water with those spindly little fingers. The powerful muscles that actually carry the water are in the forearm and connect to each segment of the fingers by cables, tendons. Delicate finger movements, like playing the piano and typing on a computer, are performed by small muscles in the hand itself. Hey, I can type. I can drive. I can't play the piano. I can blow my nose. I'm alive. Not to be taken lightly, I frequently remind myself. Of course, it's hard to appreciate something that has no known opposite, something that's always been with me. But there would be no driving, no typing, no blowing, and no nose. There would be no loving or hating, no praising, and no complaining. Actually, I have no idea what there would be. I praise the morning light. It comes softly into my room where Kaibo waits quietly by the bed and slowly lifts me up and off to the shower, so to speak. Sometimes I greet mornings by jumping in the fish pond. That way I can greet the fish and the morning at the same time. The fish are red and white, sleek and swift, and they move like darts in the green water. The iridescent green of the dappled oak leaves next to the back porch where I sit sometimes and look at the new world are shining in the morning light. I praise the morning light because it doesn't last long. It diffuses and disappears, but it comes back again. I give thanks for the world, people and animals and trees and fire and rain and politics and the wisdom of babies learning how to walk. They never give up. And traffic in the streets and the sun in the sky. Yes, even the traffic, which sometimes seems to me like an evil entity unleashed by our own greed and unbridled ambition, symptomatic of our confused minds, what is real and what is good, 
and endlessly, pointlessly polluting our planets. But at least you get somewhere. And people are content in their cars. They bought that car because they like it. They can travel swiftly. They can meditate on whatever they meditate on in their car. I am praiseworthy. I would go with Walt Whitman on this one. I am a man, a human, a human being. That's a pretty cool deal. Feature rich. Definitely the luxury model with all the bells and whistles. My brain is amazing. It can decode all the information coming in on the sensory input lines and make sense of it. It's a lot of data. It can create a world out of it. I can talk to other people with it. I can't imagine exploring all the possible things that it's possible to know with it. That's what a human brain can do. I don't know about the dolphins. Maybe they can do something even better. But being human, I have to congratulate myself and all the rest of the humans. Three and a half billion years of evolution, and here we are. Bipedal, innovative, adaptive, hopefully, we're about to find out. We have opposable sums, <laughs> opposable thumbs, and we're charismatic as heck. We can be really friendly when we try to. Okay, so I'm going to stop there. There's work to be done. Feeling grateful and not complaining. Feeling my body and exploring the fine finger movements. Being alert, like I was on my bike riding down Broadway. There's something to be grateful for somewhere. I have to find it.